Hey, Pee Pee, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I am playing with this new setup. Oh, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. Oh, new setup, same old dude, same old dude. TP? Um, I've been acting up on, I've been acting up on Twitter. Just so we chose violence today. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Sound, 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 like, sound like violence was, was used. What me? I got up this morning, got on Twitter, and it was this picture of Mother Mary with a fam you had on with the last year's score of the Florida Classic. BCC fan. I ain't do this. This wasn't me. I don't feel like I should take credit for it, but I also shouldn't take blame for it either. That being said, <coughs> BCC was playing in the SWAC uh, championship game today. And in the midst of that game, it ended up being a pretty good game, TP. Um, Jackson State threw the game away. It was nine. Jackson State had nine eleven lead in the ninth, and gave up a three run score and lost. So shout out to that school in Daytona. Excellent win today. Um, and that's all I got for y'all. <sighs> but. I was nice. I was gracious. I said, congrats to BCU. I'm sorry for calling y'all BCC. Y'all, it's going to always be BCC to me. I'm sorry. That's what it is. Um, But congrats. I'm glad y'all got a win because y'all probably not going to get one this fall. But that is what it is. The whole season? I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what to say. What was their record last year? Wasn't good. Oh, it was. I don't even know. It was bad. It was bad. But that being said, I want to thank everybody for coming out to another edition of the Gathering of Old Men podcast. Uh, Marlo is on the way. A little different setup this week. Trying something new just to see, you know, if we can improve the podcast. So this is an experiment. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to start off light, TP, because this is a, a heavy week this week. I'm going to start off light. The, 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 the Florida State Lady Seminoles. Number three overall is hosting the Super Regional in Tallahassee. 
get to the World Series. Let's get to the World Series. Molo is in here. There you go. There you, there you go. There you go. I know. So, again, the I'm just going to put it out there. Let's get to the Super. Let's get to the National Championship. Is he seasoning ribs? Yes, sir, I am. Yeah, man. Okay. So, <laughs> it's a weekend. He trying to do I am, sir. 16 slash. <laughs> I can go for some reels right about now. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> so, well, since most play with the reels, <clears throat> there was a debate between the difference between, and again, this some West Coast stuff. I don't understand how y'all think. There was this debate between a cookout and a barbecue. <clears throat> being from Texas, my guy, I will let you go first on this whole, the difference between a cookout and a barbecue. So a barbecue is something simple. Hot dogs, hamburgers, you know, the basics. Turn the barbecue grill on, cook up some light, and that's it. The cookout that's when you you bring the grill either on site or you just got what you call it a smorgasbord or stuff. We got the ribs, we got brisket, we got all that. You got all the size and fixings. You plug in, and it's a party. That's the cookout. You know, when you slow cooking the ribs, you, you're not barbecuing ribs. You're smoking ribs, first of all. Yes, sir. Ribs. People don't understand the difference. You don't barbecue ribs. Yes, sir. Get you some either direct heat, 275, four to six hours, you're good to go. Barbecuing, you can you can barbecue on propane, get the burgers done in five, ten minutes. That's a barbecue. You 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 in and out. But a cookout, that's gonna that 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 that's gonna take some time. And it's a party. That's why I like when you hear when you hear people say he's invited to the cookout, that's because it's a party. You know, we not just we just not standing around the grill. Nothing like that. It's, it's people talking, drinking. You might got some games going, a little cornhole. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the cookout. So what? So what's your definition of a barbecue and a cookout? So. 
We different down here. Because you could say it's a cookout and it end up being a barbecue and a crab boil. I mean, we do we do crawfish too. It'll be crawfish. But I tell you what, you come to Texas and you say it's a cookout and it ain't no grill going, you're going to see people packing up and walking back to their vehicles and leaving. <laughs> But again, that's what I'm saying. A cookout is going to have more than just the grill. You're going to have all the sides and fixings. We do crawfish broils all the time. Now, if it's just a crawfish broil, that better be the title of the event. We having a crawfish broil. But if you say I'm having a cookout, people going to ask you, okay, what are y'all going to have? Now, if you start saying we're going to have we gonna have a grill going, we're going to have some crawfish, we might have the crabs inside, all the sides and fixings. Now you got your cookout. That's how that that that's how we distinguish between the two, so it ain't no confusion. But if you tell me it's a cookout, it better be a grill going anywhere in Texas. It's, it's a cookout has a grill. There's most definitely a grill there, and it's lit and going. But it can have other stuff too. Yeah, we do it a little different down south. Our cookouts take a couple of days to prepare. Barbecue, you can go to the store and get some get some meat and throw it on the grill. Now y'all barbecue. That's that's exactly what I just said. Yeah, that's a barbecue. Yeah. Some quick burgers, have, uh, hot dogs. You just threw something on the grill real quick. That is a barbecue. But when we do a cookout, well, gonna have sides, fixings. Like we have a cookout Saturday because we having a baby shower, right? It's a cookout. It's gonna be two grills going. It's gonna be mac and cheese. It's gonna be all the fun and games for the kids. You know, it's gonna be all that. That's a cookout. You gotta come to one of our cookouts down here, bro. We do jet skis and. Rope off the beach, cook out down here in the in the in the big state of Florida. <laughs> Texas is bigger. It is bigger, <laughs> but we got we got more beachfront. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <sighs> that just that before this escalate any further, you know, y'all stay kind of shaped like a hot dog, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> fire. Well, I have been known to burn some meat or two, and I am willing to throw my smoking expertise against y'all, Texas, whatever y'all doing over there, and day. Okay. I mean, I, I appreciate the confidence. If you wasn't confident, I'd be worried. I'm not coming to your cookout if you ain't going to tell me your food better than everybody else. It ain't no point of me coming. Yeah. We, so, we, you know, we cut competition people, over here. You know, a lot of times people just show up so they can, you know, they go, they, 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 even if they critique in silence, they critique. Oh, yeah. I welcome it. You gotta have, you gotta, you got you can't be a non-confident cook. If you ain't confident in your cooking, if you don't even like your own cooking, I'm not even your cook. 
If you ain't even confident in your cooking, I don't want it. <laughs> Malo, which I don't know if you caught it or not. There, I, I, I'm gonna slide to the side. That's a Martian 100 hel- helmet on um, Miss McLeod. <laughs> She wish she could have been in the hundred. <laughs> Martin one hundred. Yeah, instead of the um uh, the 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 side wine, the baby cubs. <laughs> oh. <sighs> yeah, I said it. She wish she could have been in the hundred. <laughs> this is my fault, TP. <sighs> I said. This. I don't know what what's the problem here. They got mad. They got a little mad or big mad. They probably oh, mad. It was... they probably was mad because they didn't think of it first. <laughs> Cause that's a good one. <laughs> and all I can tell you is It's it's some beef going on. Not only like the FAMU BCU beef, that's normal. But I am not an HBCU graduate. However, by virtue of working at FAMU, being in, involved in FAMU activities, I will take up the cause of FAMU. First of all, I got it. You ain't got it. You ain't got to take out the cars. I got it. Who wants smoke? I'm finding this grill up in the early a.m. They want some beef. <laughs> Bring it on. Ain't nobody worry about no damn cub. Because <laughs> there was discussions about the swag isn't good enough because they don't have enough people going to games because, you know, the big city schools like Howard, and that's the only big city school I can think of in the MEAC. Because Newport News, Winston-Salem, I don't think they're really big cities. Well, well, Howard won. I'm just asking for a friend. What have they won? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, devil's advocate and being the devil at the same time, so it's kind of difficult. I'm I'm listening to this one. Oh man! So you know, it's 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 just it is what it is, man. You know. Good old friendly talk because you know, two years in a row, the celebration bowl went to the MIAC. Um, and I, I think if you have people that are 12 year seniors, you should probably win the celebration bowl. 12 year seniors, they got 30 year olds out there, bro.
I'm just here. How many eligibility do you get? I'm I'm really curious to to, to know. I'm like, the flag on that one. They they out there pounding their chest about the the MEAC and I I was an athlete in the MEAC before FAMU went to the SWAC. The only reason that we were even in the MEAC in the first place is because we were beating up the the I ain't gonna call them lower tier competition. And they needed somebody to validate their damn conference. He says beating up the lower tier competition, but he ain't gonna say beating up the lower tier competition. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, if you feel like y'all get it like that, you know, why not go somewhere where the competition is better? And and it's and it only made money sense. We had to go to Virginia, North Carolina, D.C., um, Baltimore, uh, Virginia. <laughs> like, what was the point? None of them schools are No. We are on the bus. Exactly. So, where you gonna put it? That don't. What plane you landing in Newport? Or offer it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. These people don't know their history, man. Hard to argue. You might as well be arguing Roger Sanchez. He was a history teacher and don't know history. Man. That's bad. You don't learn from history, you're bound to repeat it. Say it again. <laughs> I mean, I want to have some in-depth conversations about the MEAC, but being a FAMU fan, we was already in MEAC. Since I, I, don't really, I don't really know too much about the MEAC. I ain't got no, no ties to either one. All right, so this is the non-FAMU guy talking about this. The only thing we're talking about in the MEAC was FAMU and BCC, or I'm sorry, BCU. That was it. Yeah. And now <clears throat> both of them gone. Now what do you got? Yeah, I know that. I know that part. That's what I said. Now what what, what do you got? I guess North Carolina is the only thing we're talking about. Who? Exactly. No, nah, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> And again, like well, we don't we don't talk about non-factors. We don't talk about me, <laughs> But if you have a good football team with no brand, the lifespan of your good football team having good seasons is short. I mean, look at the Big like Twelve. This. Why do you think so many teams are leaving? When you have a conference that is so top heavily dominated for so long, the schools that you know the the what you said the lower tier competition, mm-hmm. they start to lose value 
which in sense creates a, a power gap within that conference. And when there's a power gap, the money that's put into the conference is going to be considerably lower than a power conference that has good teams everywhere. Because you look, at, you look at the SEC and you start looking at how much each one of these teams is getting a year as part of their TV deal, and it's like, man, this team trash. But I guess since they're in the SEC, they're getting paid anyway. But then you start looking at the Big Twelve, and then you start going down the list, and you're like, man, these schools ain't getting nothing. You look at the Pac-12, man, all these schools ain't getting nothing because don't nobody want to watch Arizona State. Why don't want to watch? Arizona University, Oregon State. Nobody wants to watch that. interesting that you brought that up. You know? GP, did you know that the final Pac-12 check that they're going to get is going to be $20 million? For USC? <clears throat> no, twenty for each individual school is going to get $20 million. Right, Which and how about USC gonna get once they leave? Forty million dollars off of what the big, the, the big eleven, the big ten, and the SEC is getting. Exactly. My 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 point exactly. <laughs> and how much is USC gonna get when they move to the Big Ten? Sixty million a season. Sixty million a season. Because now, even though the conference has expanded, they haven't lowered how much each team is getting. All they did was, it's like, um, you know how the salary cap goes up year to year? Mm -hmm. You can have the same amount of players, but your salary cap go up. Now imagine if your salary cap goes up twice as high and you get to add more players. in a sense, add more teams. No. And with USC and potentially UCLA leaving, they're going to drop from $20 million to $10 million each a year. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get worse. It's going to go in reverse effect. You're going to see the, the, the reverse advent effect on the rest of the Pac-12 teams. And this is why I keep saying – do away with all the conferences. Why are there conferences in today's um and in today's style when we have a playoff? Because what we seen last year was an undefeated, you can be undefeated, lose your championship game, and still get in the playoff. But let that be a team that been playing trash competition all year. They go undefeated. They're not getting in. They overlook because of the quality of teams they played. Now, when we're looking at the Pac-12 now going forward, ain't nobody going to be looking to put any team in that conference in the, in the playoffs. Unless it's Oregon. They'll fight for Oregon to get in. But everybody else, they're going to be looking at them like, nah, you the, you the redhead stepchild. Come on, man. That's still night money. That's why they. That's why they arguing for him to get in there. Well, yeah, and they sponsor. They they sponsor Nike. Like, 
you know, they 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 will have a fighting a fighting chance. They go undefeated, they're in the playoff. A lot of those other teams, they can go undefeated, but they're gonna get overlooked. And a lot of that is because they're not gonna have the viewership as the other conferences. So people are not gonna know them. And when it comes to deciding who gets in, you're gonna go with the most popular option. Because popularity brings more money. And the reason well, we still got conferences is because the conference ain't nothing but a game. Everybody want to be in the game. game. They, it's a game it's, within a game. Yeah, they they game, and they figure if they divide, they get conquered. So they 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 hold tight to these swacks and meacks and SECs and ACCs and all this other foolishness. But if you look at where they really make their bones, the only conference really that can maintain itself by playing itself is the SEC. Yeah, and the SEC has the mantra that if you can go undefeated in the SEC, you can beat any team in the country. Any team, because they got to play the best. Yeah. yeah, they playing the best week in, week out, apparently. And then the SEC gets in the bowl season and get wiped off the board. It's different style of different style of football. That's why it USC was so dominant back in the day when they came and they was running down Alabama throat back in the day because Alabama yeah. wasn't ready for that. <laughs> nah, that speed is just different. Yeah, that speed was different. So what Alabama started doing? They started recruiting in Florida, <laughs> Texas. California. Change the dynamic. <laughs> Change the dynamic. A lot of those teams up in the north, where they getting their speed players from? Texas, Florida, California. Yeah. Hell, Lamar Jackson from Fort Lauderdale. He went to Louisville. How he got out of Florida? <laughs> I, and I don't even understand. Is the water just different down here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Somebody from California faster than somebody from Arizona. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, yeah. and it's pretty much across the board. Like you look at where people are were born and raised and are the number per state in the NFL is crazy. It's a lot of Texas boys in there. Just saying. Oh yeah. A lot of Florida boys. A lot of California boys in there. Whole lot. You don't get too many from Oregon, Iowa, <laughs> North Dakota. You don't get too many from right now. They are the fly fishing in Oregon. I don't know. <laughs> they do the most. They but that's there. they are there fly fishing and, and, and bird watching. <laughs> it is a green state, so I guess they gotta do some. Got to do something. Stay active. But, I, I mean, football is a very subjective sport. You know, no matter where you're from, while we say speed kills, I'll take disciplined football players over somebody that's just a little faster than them. 
I'm not going to say you want some slow guys out there. I don't want to get it misconstrued. What I'm saying is if I had two people and I'm looking at this one, he's a couple steps faster, but he's disciplined. He's going to listen. And he's the most important thing that you want in a player, which is coachable. I'm going to take him. Yeah. That's just how I look at Unless they got three hill speed. That's different. That's what I'm I'm not talking about three hill speed. Listen. But that's why I say that these other teams teams have the, you know, they can be good and they can beat some of these Florida, Texas, you know, California teams because they do it with discipline. You look at the Big Ten, the yeah. Big Ten is all about discipline. They're not the fastest. They're not the biggest. But a lot of those teams that play in the Big Ten are very, very disciplined. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin Badgers built their whole identity off a very strong run game and a disciplined defense. Penn State, the same thing. Joe Powell was there for years. And he never had the most talented kids, but he was successful year in and year out. Notre Dame, the same thing. They were successful year in and year out. They didn't have the biggest. They didn't have the fastest. But they had kids that was listening and that were coachable. Yeah. But when the rubber meets the road and you run into a team that's fast and disciplined, like a Nick Saban coach team, you get your seven national championships. (laughs) Well, Tyreek Hill said this week that he wish he went to State. I don't think he said that. It's fake he wasn't gonna come to Florida State. He had, he got in trouble. He he wasn't gonna make it. Yeah, I know that. That sounded like fake news, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, don't, but, um, I don't even want. I, I don't even want to know where you pulled that out from. Well, the other thing that 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 y'all kind of discussed was the SEC, and you know it's been touched on that Georgia don't play nobody till they get to the meat of their conference schedule, and you know LSU finna lose again. Um, it's in Florida State this I time. I just want to know how. <clears throat> oh, it's in Orlando. I'm just trying to figure out how they agreed the two home home games for Florida State because we won a national championship in New Orleans. We've won several bowl games in New Orleans. Like, we travel well to New Orleans. It's only a few hours away from Tallahassee. So, and now y'all going to play in Orlando? Okay. All right. That, that, I guess that was a plan, but so what happens if y'all lose Real. in Orlando? Oh, I'm gonna have to is get my bet- sign out again. Is, is it betting them? <laughs> are, we, are we burning? Are we burning the town down? It, it is. We are hanging him in effigy. We're putting up for sale signs in front of his house. I'm hoping I hit the Powerball so I can have FAMU 100. March down his block every week, so he will decide he need to leave. We are not participating in that foolishness about your unfeathered. 
hate for a coach. All he can do is try to put him again on the field. If they have no idea and choose not to do everything it takes for the new that's on them. If he's telling me a coach can lose a game for his team, I don't know, man. I've seen plenty of coaches lose. Behind penalties, or it's called. You have the scheme that defense is running, but if your if your receiver goes the wrong way or you're in the wrong hole, and it's not blocked for that one, they're blowing the game. You can't put that on the coach, Marlo. I know we all watched that game last year, and the coach was trying to give the ball, get a game away. He is running the toss sweep against LSU. When you can just keep. So, 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 so you don't think a coach putting his players in a bad position, and they end up making a mistake? You don't think that falls back on the coach? <clears throat> But I think a player has to has to accept responsibility too. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Well, you absolutely the player would accept responsibility for his situation, you know, for his mistake. But it was the coach's decision that put him there. A coach's job mm-hmm. is to put his players in the best position possible to win the game. And when a coach fails to do that, it is on them. Like, we can look at a lot of Lamar Jackson's career and see where the coach failed him. And and you can look at Lamar Jackson's career. His talent being an elite athlete has saved the coach. Yeah. But just imagine okay. if he has if he was been put in the best position possible. We haven't seen it. No, we're not finna do this. But, we're not finna do this. But this we is talk, state. But we're this about, is the state organization about, said six and six ain't good enough. This dude had two losing seasons. <clears throat> When you bring in a coach that you feel can shift the organization, not just coach the team, because when we look at what Nick Saban has done, he changed the culture in Alabama. That is a different organization since he has been there. You look at, you look at Kirby Smart in Georgia. That is a different organization than when he took over. So when you bring in a new coach and they don't win right away, if that's who you were sold on and you like their vision, then you stay with them. 
you let him get some recruiting classes under his belt. Now, if we five, six years in and we're still not winning, now we got to start looking to make a change because the culture hasn't shifted. Because it's a lot of times they pick they pick coaches based on whether or not they can coach them this year, next year, because they're not really their guy. A lot of teams settle for somebody just because they, you know, they 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 might have the credentials, but that may not be their guy. <laughs> but when a school feels like they have their guy, they'll give him time to mold and get recruiting classes and see if he can change the culture. <clears throat> now, if they don't do that, give them their walking papers. Fuck it. Well, I'm going to keep playing the Powerball so I can um, keep my options open and just see them go left. You should, if you win the Powerball, you should buy every ticket that's right behind where the coach stands on the sideline so you, he will know that it's you talking shit to him in the middle of the game. <laughs> Clear out that whole section. And there will be no denying Who's up there talking shit? <laughs> I had not expected that level of pity from you, TP. I'm proud. <laughs> oh, well. All right, y'all. So I gotta I gotta do this. And well, hold on. Stone Cookman. Won a sweat tournament game today. Nothing to see here. We're going to move on. <clears throat> the Vegas Aces and the Vegas Raiders have a Mark Davis problem. <clears throat> so I'm going to start briefly because I, I would have liked the woman to be on here to discuss what went on with the Vegas Aces. But <clears throat> Becky Hammond, who was up for NBA jobs, has been suspended two games without pay. I think she's already back now. But during the, the conversations of an extension for uh, – Derricka, I don't. Uh, hopefully, I don't mess up her name. <clears throat> For Derricka Hamby, they made mention of her being pregnant and kind of basically said, "Do you want this for your career?" And it didn't go the way that the Aces thought they was going to go, and they traded her. And I. There's no way that you can have a woman, and I feel bad talking about this as a man, but there's no way a woman can be, I don't want to use the term discriminatory, but insensitive to another woman's pregnancy. She's about to give life. You shouldn't have to deal with that. Any other workplace, you getting sued. So I just 
but it it becomes a Mark Davis problem because we have similar issues with the front office behaving badly with the Raiders. <clears throat> Not only that, as a Raider fan, Tom Brady ain't your homeboy. He ain't your friend. He cost you a Super Bowl. You don't bring him into the fold. You swing on him in the alley. Oh, you know, you know, before you get going on, on that whole thing, all I'm going to say is there is no guarantee the Raiders were going to win that Super Bowl. That was the greatest show on turf they were going to have to go against. I really don't think they would have beat the Rams. To keep it a thousand, because a lot of people be like, they cost the Raiders a Super Bowl. They cost the Raiders a Super Bowl. Do y'all not know who the Patriots had to play in that Super Bowl? The 15 and 1 Rams, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, Toy Hope. That was the greatest show on turf. That's who paid that, that that that's who Tom Brady had to go play. Coming off a Super Bowl win against the Titans. But back to what you were saying. My bad. My bad. I hit you, you know, I wasn't trying to derail you or nothing. But Tom Brady, again, I think Marlo came back. Tom Brady's not your friend. That's not your homeboy. He most certainly is not my homeboy. But he is a member of both. Or he's an owner in the Aces and he's an owner in the Raiders. As a Raiders fan, this 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 just doesn't sit well with me. But TP, that ain't that ain't all. Josh McDaniels went out and said, "Let's get Marlo back in." Went out and said, "You know what? <clears throat> Derek Carr ain't it. I need me a winner." So he went out and got. Porn star Jimmy. And I'm okay with porn star Jimmy before today. You know, this man had foot surgery in March. That's our quarterback. <laughs> Will he be ready by training camp? OTAs is he is he available? Is he learning offense? He at minimum got a playbook, so if he's studying, because of uh, a foot injury can seriously impact you as a quarterback if you rely on your feet. And he does. Yeah, be a, being able to move around the pocket. And a lot of times with injuries, you see people favor them in the way where they're trying to protect themselves in an unnatural way, I would say. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure the, 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 the most eloquently way to say that. You know, you like when you, you have a knee injury, you're trying to protect your knee. So you may not 
run the same way. You might not take a tackle the same way, you know? So if it's something that's lingering, it can impact the Raiders' entire season. But I told you for years that Derek Carr wasn't it. You were sold on Derek Carr. You was like, Derek Carr, that's who my else? quarterback. That's who my else team. is out there? Who was going to get? Look, that's not, that's not the proper response, sir. When you don't have a quarterback, but you have a quarterback, you don't say, that's my quarterback. You say, we need a better quarterback. <laughs> but I told you for years he wasn't it. Okay, RTP, never man. mind your hate of Derek Carr. Hey, is it David Carr uh, and David Carr was 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 bad as a Texan? Look, I seen it when I watched him play. And now the man pocket it. presence is absolutely terrible. He's not his it, brother. He's better than his brother. His pocket presence is one of the worst. And to add to the fact All that his offensive line was absolutely horrible as well, I don't know if it was the O-line being bad or him making them look bad by staying in the pocket too long. He, he, Quarterbacks do that. He going to cry when he get home. He get home. I'm just saying. I ain't, you point, know, man. we ain't even getting on your trash bus this team. week. <clears throat> Look, Devontae say, I don't give a damn who quarterback. I just want to win. That's it. That's it. Listen. I just want to win. Please. Please. Pretty please. Pretty please. <laughs> with sugar and a Lombardi trophy on top. I'm tired of losing. <laughs> For real. He had to deal with the drug addict. He come oh, to the Raiders oh, and the head coach oh. don't want to run the ball. You just call Aaron Rodgers a drug addict. I said what I said. I, I heard you. I mean, we 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 we've seen Aaron Rodgers after you know halftime getting beat up the whole first half, come out looking zanned out. <laughs> he gonna show up in New York like he fresh out of rehab. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, though. When? I ain't never. He can't beat Jimmy Garoppolo. He can't beat Tom man. Brady. In the regular season. Oh, he a regular season GOAT. Yeah. Just like Tony Romo was. But <clears throat> we know how that turned out. Damn. Little Cowboy. God, you make it so easy. <laughs> You make it so you know what? You know what? That's a good segue. Since you want to talk about Dallas so bad, the Vegas Knights look to close out Dallas in the NHL Western Conference tonight. It feels just like the Cowboys. It just—it just seems like. They got to the playoffs. No, the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are the only Texas team I don't like. I don't even dislike the city of Dallas. I love Dallas. Dallas is beautiful. 
been there a lot of times. We have family there. I was thinking about buying me a house out in Grapevine. That is nice. I just don't like the Cowboys or their fans. So, like, I would be in constant fights. Like, I would have to carry that thing on me everywhere I go. <laughs> From the amount of Dallas Cowboys slander I'm bringing. <laughs> And what has changed? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I'm right there with you, brother. Cause I think I think Dallas is a dirty city. Like in the summertime, all it is is clay over everything. Like it's 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 the fucking dust bowl. It's you talk about downtown. No, go out to the country, man. You got to get away from the inner city Dallas. Inner city Dallas, is, yeah, it's going. People that live in the inner city Dallas don't want to live in inner city Dallas. You want to fight? Come on. That shit was so hard. Bit, like, you you got to get a bit. So, so Dallas itself isn't that like when you think about the metropolitan right. area, it's not that it's not you got to include like Fort Worth for it to be big. But Fort, Fort Worth, uh, all the grapevine, yeah. Keller, you got to start, you got to, you got to get away from there. Then you're going to be like, man, this is nice. I can get a, I get a five bedroom house for 300,000 on four acres. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I mean, that. I didn't get that experience. You didn't. I didn't. Like, hey, we finna we finna kidnap the Marriott driver so he can take us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You were not safe. <laughs> I, I I didn't mean kidnap. <laughs> we coerced him with a very large tip and told him he was our driver for the rest of the night. So he might as well call in and tell him that something happened to the bus. Because there wasn't no more shit. There was compensation, so there was no crime. Committed. Yeah, there was no crime committed. And he was like, where y'all want to go? <laughs> okay, that's right. We went to Baby Dogs. We went to a um, little party district over there in Fort Worth. We went there. Um... Yeah, I mean, and it looked great, but during the day, it looked like somebody needed to walk around with Swiffers and just Swiff everything. <laughs> so dirty. But I mean, I digress. I'm sure I mean, that the same can be said about most big cities, though. Like, you know, Chicago is beautiful. In some areas, but in if you go areas. to the wrong area, you're not safe. Yeah, L.A. same thing, New York same thing. I think that could be said anywhere. Same yeah, Miami, you can you you can be in the you can be looking at the nicest beach, beautiful women, and go two streets over, and you are not safe. <laughs> <laughs> you are not safe. Overtown, Avalaka. Like yeah, a lot of time that, that's why on that uh, what's that on that on you watch the show the uh power 
Yeah. The the, the intro mm-hmm. it says say I grew up in hell a block away from heaven. <laughs> True story. Like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, any any big city is gonna be like that. You're gonna see beautiful parts, and then you're gonna go some other places and you're gonna be like, This is this ain't it. But if this you only see the this ain't it, then that's that's gonna be your perception of the whole city. Unless you go to Daytona. Daytona, the whole city is some bullshit. Like, you can go from one side to the other, and that shit is some bullshit. That shit is horrible. I don't even know why people want to stay there. How that became America's beach. It is in Old Beach in Daytona. That shit is trash. <laughs> oh my god, that shit get a double thumbs down. And a hell no, you going there? <laughs> That's the college. Man, the only thing good came out of Daytona was memories. <laughs> that mean you ain't there no more. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, 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 don't they have the car races there? They do. But they come and go. That's that happened twice a year. They smart enough. They how you build a a a whole racing cathedral that can seat 250,000 people and race that twice a year. You tell me. uh, They do the same thing in Indianapolis. But you tell me if Daytona suck or not, but I would have, if it was me, I would have way more people in that stadium than just that. Not twice a year. They host other things. Their concerts. Two hundred and fifty thousand people. It ain't going to waste. I think yeah. Here, something like that. Somebody. Maybe BC, you can start playing up. Uh uh-uh. uh. What they gonna do? You gonna fill two hundred fifty thousand bleachers on airfield? First of all, two thousand people at their stadium. That stadium is gonna be at two percent capacity. Like, no, mm, you giving it way <laughs> too much credit. Have you ever been to a BCU home game? Students be like, "Shit, we playing." I pass, <laughs> and it's at the municipal stadium. Like, they ain't even got a home stadium. The high school across the street from BCU got a better stadium than the university. And there's no cap. I believe it. You see that a lot in this too. This is this I is can, ridiculous. I can name I can name I can name twenty high schools that have a better stadium than Prairie View University. Oh well, you could probably name twenty high schools that's better than Prairie View University. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Sorry, my sweat. But I can't tell the truth. Y'all suck. So, First of all, we playing Paraview for homecoming in Tallahassee, and I'm doing an RV this year. I invite everybody else. It is going to be something. First of all, when the band finish, you can pretty much empty the stadium because it ain't going to be a game after that. Like, we, we actually... They might, show, they might show up early. So, they're going to leave early. 
They probably have a Y'all running clock. I don't know who's name that had a running clock ever. And this is probably going to be a game that's going to have a running clock. You know how they do a little league. Time out. Out of bounds. It won't matter. None of that. Don't you stop that damn. Score 45-0 at half. Hey, I know it's a 30-minute halftime, but go ahead and run the second half clock. So when the band finish, we can all just get our cards and leave. Uh, all Sorry, pair of you, but I mean oh, man. it. Not really do mean it. Prairie View a and is in Prairie View, Texas, correct? That's in Houston. Oh, it's in Houston. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's in, so we insult in Houston. No, we're not. Dallas. Daytona. No, I, was in one I was talking about that university. Oh. Okay. Right. We, we are in Southern so University for having a horrible football team. Nothing else. No other reason. Oh man! You know you got you got to clarify these type of things. First of all, clarify stuff. If a team puts you like on their schedule, if a team puts you on their schedule for their homecoming, you trash. You suck. You period. I'm just saying. Imagine having Alabama as your team for the homecoming. Pretty much. When we celebrate tonight, (laughs) life, (laughs) we ain't about to win. (laughs) We celebrate life, (laughs) liberty, (laughs) and pray that nobody get hurt. We just congratulate. Thank y'all for the opportunity. Oh man, this we didn't even just. I don't know. I'm I'm feeling mighty up on on like we two years away. I'm gonna be straight up. We two years away from seeing HBCU on a consistent basis. Uh, football athletes go in the draft. They go free agency. All the time. You think so? You think yeah, you close? We are two years away, bro. Has really what? What has changed though? The NIL and and Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders don't even coach. Don't he don't coach Jackson State no more. HBCU fans, but that that you say Deion. But that bully bullpit. Bruh, when Deion Sanders put the league on notice when he was at Jackson State, you don't think these – fam, you had 20-some scouts at their school. And still not one got drafted. Not one got drafted for the league. Not one. Not one. Ten. But here's we sent three of them to the league. The last two years – Fam, you got five people on a professional football team right now in two years. Yeah, but we but we we talking about the the, the draft. The draft is having, draft. Having the visibility of getting drafted. Absolutely. Because 
you know, you can say all you want about them recruiting good players and everything, but it still have to have the viewership, the notoriety to be able to be included in the draft. And the reason Man. a lot of these kids get passed over in the HBCUs is because they're not getting the viewership. They're not getting that 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 little extra push. And I'm glad and you then they start judging the competition level as a whole in the HBCU. I'm because glad. you top heavy. You have some really good teams, and then the talent level dramatically drops. So mm-hmm. when the NFL scouts are looking at it, they're like, yo, this kid can play. This kid can play. But I'm not going to waste a draft pick on him. If, he had, if he's still there, you know, at the end of the seventh round, I'm, I'm going to give him a call and bring him in for a workout. I'm glad you put That's it. That's good. He's um, getting he, – you know, he's he, he's going to get that opportunity. But we're talking about when you, when you get drafted, that's an automatic paycheck. You get paid just for being drafted, even if you don't make the team. So there's a big difference. But until until there's a training camp, you pay you you may get a sign up to sixteen fifteen thousand depending on where you get drafted. Now if you get drafted rounds after after two? Yeah, you 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 may make a team, you may not. But well, I'm glad you brought out. And if you don't make the team, I'm glad you brought up visibility because shout out to ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus has been getting game film on these smaller universities, HBCUs in particular, are on ESPN Plus every week. You can go to ESPN Plus and watch HBCU game every week. So shout out to them. And shout out to ESPN for picking up some of these HBCU games. Like FAMU and Jackson State played last year on ESPN. It wasn't all that great of a game to watch because we still was dealing with our issues. But we on there. We We getting film now. Like it ain't we don't have to send film in the schools no more. We actually It's just, what can we expect 
and when we think about it, and when we, there, 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 there isn't a race thing included. It can't be because the NFL is seventy percent African American. It's not a race. No, thing. Yeah. it's a relationship it's, it's a, it's, with coaches. Exactly. Um, there are not, and there needs to be relationship with HBCU head coaches. Alabama has relationships with NFL head coaches. Florida State, not the head coach, because everybody hates my head coach, but Florida State, the school, has relationships with NFL teams. Miami has relationships with NFL teams. So when an NFL team scouting director says, this is my guy, I believe in him, he now has an advocate in the room when they start coming up with their draft board. HBCUs are not having advocates, and that's where we're running into the problem. It's not a talent the issue. Biggest, the biggest problem is the being in a professional system and seeing how these kids coming from an HBCU respond. Like before, like last year, with our with our our world safety from fam, you went to Dallas. Nobody thought that he was even gonna get on the field. I hate that he went to Dallas. Like I but a part of me is rooting for his success. So like I I love the fact that he he got out there and showed and 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 all these guys, like I think the dark horse is um our receiver that just went to KC. <laughs> Absolutely a blazer, four three guy, and run routes as crisp as they come. So it's gonna be something different for I think this year. I don't think he's gonna be one of those wait and see. He's Talent, like we 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 we're loading up this year, so I don't know. They're talking about we finished number two in black college, you know. We're not looking at just black college. We're trying to make some noise in 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 one double A in the playoffs. So, I I just think two years and it'll it'll be a commonplace thing. It is a lot of talent. History look at the whole families that come from history got talent over here. Here's an idea. <clears throat> Just because it's an HBCU doesn't mean that they should only play other HBCUs. I agree. I agree. Football is football. Football is now, football. This isn't this isn't doing anything to hurt the historical aspect of the school itself. 
by switching it up to where they're not just playing each other. Because when you look at basketball teams in HBCUs, they don't just play other other HBCUs. The conference might be set that way, but in, in basketball, you see a lot of interconference play throughout the season, tournaments, things of such. When we start having these kids play other kids in mixed schools, now you're going to start seeing more. You might get more viewership. You might get more visibility on these players. You might see better relationships between the coaches and the scouts and the NFL people. No, but it has I, I, to be that there, there, there has to be something done to change it. And you know the NIL deals might help to bring better talent, but are they still going to get that opportunity in the NFL? And then that's where that money is going to look so lucrative. Because if you're telling me I can be a third to fourth round draft pick by going to Bama and sitting on the bench and only playing my senior year, that's a better long-term goal than just taking money to go play at Grambling State and not get drafted. Got to fight your way through the mud just to make a team. They don't know you. Then you look at the training aspect because you can't tell me that the kids that are in the HBCUs are getting trained as well as the kids in the bigger schools like Alabama, like Florida State, like like Miami, Georgia, like any of those teams. The, 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 the level of staff that they have is considerably better. So those kids are actually getting trained better. They're getting prepared for the NFL. They're getting... They're getting the knowledge of how NFL organizations are ran, how football is played at the next level before they even get there. We're, we're, we're getting there. Like, when I went yeah, to they're getting there. Some, some of them are getting there. I'm saying if you want more, if you want draftees getting there. Right. That's why, that's why I'm saying as far as what they're doing in Tallahassee, I can't speak of on on any of the other HBCUs because I don't know how they program where they programs came from. But I know when I was a freshman at FAM and I was in the house, our field house looked like a field house. It's just a stadium, but it looked like a field house. There was nothing that was a big draw besides it being fan used field house. Now I feel house has a state-of-the-art weight room in it. I feel house has locker rooms and everybody got playstations and all this other stuff. Like it's it has changed, it's evolving to where and I mean, it, there, it, it, it has to yeah. absolutely has to, and that's why I say in two years, like Jackson State, perfect example. They didn't even have a damn field. Before Dion got there, he got some people to donate uh, five million dollars to renovate their stadium and their locker room. Like it's it was crazy. Fortune five hundred companies came in and spent the money in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, and that's that, and that was you know that's my point. 
they are not preparing them for the next level. And, you know, for an NFL organization, if I want to take a chance on somebody, I want to at least have some kind of security within that chance. You know what? I'm going to call that a And, and if I know that these kids ain't even being prepared properly, why take that chance? On pure talent alone. Well, I can agree with you. Besides, every other school besides with those because they ain't preparing their kids for shit. Their facilities are horrible. Like they, right, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't. They facilities so bad they fired their new coach before he could even coach for showing how bad the facilities were. Before he was hired, he didn't sign no paperwork. Exactly. He ain't signed the paper and got how you get fired on your day off. Because <laughs> oh, he was hurricane, that's how. Wow. Nah, he got fired because he a real dude and he wasn't finna let that slide. I don't feel sorry for no hurricane. I hope all of them get run over by a nerf bus. That uh, being said. Here we go with the Y'all just mad because Miami was kicking y'all tail from 97 to 2005. Uh, and you can't find a win for them. Stop it. Stop it. Stop you it. They got more Hall of Famers than y'all. Stop you it. You cannot find a win. <laughs> when the last time they won something? It don't matter. When the last time Florida State won? I'm just saying, we, be, we had a better record than them the last three years in a row. A better record. That's like being the tallest midget. A better, a better record. Y'all had a better record than a six-win team. That's really. You know what? Here's what I don't understand. Some family people always coming at Florida State, but that's all right. It's, it is. I am not coming at Florida State, brother. I'm just speaking facts. You know that time my son. We got a better win. We got it. When the last time they won something, you want to run over the co- the coach and have the marching man go down the street to his house. Just because I don't like my coach, don't like I don't like the team. I just don't like the head coach. Oh my I like God. the offensive coordinator. I like the defense coordinator. I like the special teams coach. I like all of them. I don't have no problem. No problem with none of them. Hey, 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 hey! I'm gonna speak. Hey, I'm gonna speak as a parent. If you don't like me, you can't mess with my kids either. <laughs> I know that show mo to be some do some hating, but you hating hating, and I would never have thrown Florida State when the last time they won something. That means they got to talk about us. Let me think about us. Hold on. So you know we're gonna take a we're gonna take a five second Florida State minute. Um, Marlo. There was a game against North Carolina State in which their third-string quarterback was in the game. Do you know how many passes he attempted in the second half? Enough, because they won the game, didn't they? He attempted one pass. <laughs> that means every play they was running. He didn't answer the question. Steven Wilson knew they was playing. I didn't say complete. I said ran. You did not answer the question. No, we did not win that game. Oh shit! Do you know? Do you know what that's an example of? It's from uh, 
the 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 book of Genghis Khan. <laughs> Never interrupt your opponent while they are making a mistake. We're gonna run the ball until they lose the game. That's what they did. And y'all <laughs> left. They said we're not gonna interrupt y'all. We're gonna let y'all be bad. <laughs> and that's what it was. But I'm gonna move on because I know we're running out of time. We gotta get to these playoffs. Okay. All right. So where, where's the brooms at, first of all? Where where, where can we get some? Oh, Oh, it's a game tonight, right? It's going yeah, on it's right now. Night. Oh, shit. It's on right now. It's there is a game right tonight. Oh, made me miss it. Fooling, fussing with you guys. We're going to make you miss it. We park. TP, did the podcast change? It's Thursday night every night, right? I'm talking about the game. Ain't nobody said nothing about the game, on. Ain't nobody said nothing about the game, on. Well, we didn't we didn't oh, get man. to it because we got derailed a few times. You keep talking about Florida State. Derailed is is an understatement. <laughs> you keep talking about Florida State. Cause y'all keep just trying to make it seem like this coach is Lombardi or something. He's no, that is not what we're doing. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Nobody. Nobody. He didn't even say that. His okay. kids don't believe he said that. Like, Mm-mm. and if he did, he probably was like, "I'm just playing." <laughs> like, well, if he said he that, and his kids heard him, his kids would be like, "Dad, you told us it's not polite to lie." Like, <laughs> <laughs> he called out. <laughs> oh man! All right, so Ed Vincent has been ruled out of Game Five. The Heat are currently losing by 13 right now. Um, it seems like Boston has figured out the Heat's kryptonite. What quarter, <laughs> man? Second. No. I'm going to get them cookies. Well, Marcus Smart said, don't let us get one. And I was like, y'all won't, but they did, and now it's a completely different series. Zero teams in NBA history have came back from a 3-0. Can we – will we see the first? No. But playoff Jimmy has two and a half more opportunities to go off and show that he's the best play playoff performer this season. You know, he wears that crown proudly, but at the same time, he can't do it by himself. The way he plays the game is he tries to motivate the rest of his guys with his play. You know, sometimes he can be passive. I'm going to let y'all work. Um, Jimmy, if you want to make it to the finals, we're going to need 50 from you if y'all lose tonight. If y'all lose tonight, we're going to need 50 next game. Fuck all the drama to put everything behind you and focus on that game and go get a win by any means necessary. If you got to take 42 shots, take 42 shots. Can, can we 
can we address the elephant in the room? Because the last game, I don't think Gabe, I mean, no, not Gabe, it's, um, oh, why I can't think of his name now. I don't think he was allowed, Grant Williams, I don't think he was allowed to say anything to Jimmy in that last game. You better not say shit. Hey, you remember, hey, you remember when we was kids, we get ready to go in the grocery store, and, and, and before you walk in, your mama got to give you the whole breakdown. You got to get the little speech. Hey, when we get in here, you better not show your ass. You better not say nothing. Don't ask for nothing. Don't touch nothing. You sit there and be quiet until we come out of the store. <laughs> Grant Williams, when we get in this game, you better not say shit. You, you run your pick and roll, you shoot your threes if you're wide open. If you're not wide open, you pass it back to Tatum. But above all, do not talk to Jimmy. If you talk to Jimmy, we're going to cut you on the spot. We're going to cut you right then. You're going to be in mid-conversation mid with him. It's Grant, you off the team. Go on. Thank you, shit. You know, I, I liked the back and forth, but I knew it wasn't going to be long for this world because I don't even think the game breakdown was what we did on defense. I think the whole game breakdown was, at this moment, it's where you fucked up. Jimmy didn't say nothing to you. You made a three, and now you're talking to this man. This is not the the dude you want to talk to. He this was bagging groceries. Be over already <clears throat> for the Celtics Nuggets final. Like, if he don't do that, this series is probably already over. Yeah, yeah. Have been in in tonight. They were they, they that that was in game two. They were up nine in game two, six minutes left. So they win that game. There's a good chance this series is already over. Well, on the flip, if you a Miami Heat player, you got a fake Instagram or fake Twitter account talking shit directly to Jimmy. Stuff on his car. Slapping them in warm up something. Jimmy is, you know what? I just realized, oh my God. Jimmy is the new Reggie Miller. <laughs> you business don't going to go off for 50. We got seven points in the first half so far with a minute and 16 left. That ain't eight points. I mean, I didn't really expect them to win game five in Boston. I said I was saying Heat and six, they'll win at home four two. I wouldn't don't give up on this game. They got the worst home. That don't matter. That don't matter. They wouldn't I, I, I figured the Celtics will pull it together eventually. They'll get a home win for the fans. They'll get a home win for the fans. They'll do that. But it ain't gonna matter because either one of these teams make it to the finals, they finna get their ass whooped. 
So let's let's talk about this Denver team, which I've been saying the whole playoffs was the best team in the playoffs. I said this in round one. There isn't a team that is as deep as Denver. It's not. Across the board, they can match up starter for starter with any team in the NBA, and they're going to match up better. I would take Jamal Murray over Marcus Smart or, or Vincent. I'm taking yeah. Michael Porter Jr. over defensively-wise somebody capable of guarding Jason Tatum. Not that I would take Tatum over him. I'm saying he can guard him in a way where kind of take him out of the game, slow him down, make somebody else beat him. And then you look at the rest of the Celtics roster and then you start to realize ain't nobody else going to do it. They in the same predicament they was in last year. They are going to get killed on the boards with Aaron Gordon and Jokic down low because Al Horford and I don't even know who the, who's the four because that is a small oh, team. Aaron, Aaron Gordon. No, the Celtics. Who's there for? Uh, so they play Horford at four and then they bring in the the, the guy with the dreads. What's his name? Williams is uh, five. Yeah, Williams. Yeah, William. Robert Williams, my bad. But um, you telling me Robert? You you telling me Robert Williams down low against Jokic is gonna end well for him? Did you see what happened to Drondre? Bro, it's gonna be worse. <laughs> Anthony Davis couldn't guard Jokic. Jokic's hitting fall away three. Like, there's nothing you can do with this man. He broke a record that been that has stood for over 50 years in the stadium. The man that broke the record originally, he did it. A yes. Wilt Chamberlain record. Like, when we start talking about greats like Wilt Chamberlain and a record that nobody thought would ever get touched, and you touched it in his home stadium, I got to give you your flowers. Well, I'm going to give you flowers. Yogi uh-huh. should have been a three-time MVP this season. I would be you. the devil's advocate. I would be the devil's advocate. Miami is that team that literally tells people to their face, fuck around and find out. They are that. They are that team. And if Denver thinks that Miami is going to lay down when they meet up, that is, they are in for such a huge surprise that it is going to be. They're not going to lay down, but it ain't going to matter. It absolutely is going to matter. I think Miami and Boston are leaps and bounds better than, than, than the Lakers team was. That's not bottom. I think that is saying the Lakers gave Denver everything they wanted. They were in three of the four games they played. And still got swept. And still got swept with an inferior team. AD had 18 points. He had the first game he had 40, which they could have won. The second game had LeBron played better in the fourth, they would have won. 
Game four, they should have won. So you telling me the Miami Heat are it's better a much better team than the Lakers. Absolutely. Top to bottom. Don't have one person better than Anthony Davis. Don't have one person better than 38-year-old LeBron James. LeBron still dropped 40 in that in that last game. But the fall-off after them two, the fall-off after those two is how far? You got Shrimper? You got, like, not for the heat. It is. They got, it they is. got shooters everywhere. Okay, what happens when they stop hitting shots? They Obviously, no Boston wins the game. Exactly. So they're going to go into Denver, and Denver has much better defenders. Much better. They're taller. They're faster. They're more aggressive than, than the Celtics defense. They are going to get killed. The Denver Nuggets turn you into a shooting team. And I don't, I don't agree. Every shot. I, LeBron exposed, exposed uh, Joker. Joker has a two-inch vertical. Joker, Joker has a two-inch vertical. Look, when LeBron took the ball, to, when LeBron took the ball to the goal, he, there was no resistance at the rim. He was just taking charges. There's no LeBron on the Heat. Oh my God! But you have Jimmy Butler. You have Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Aiden. He is. He is. He, he is physical. He ain't no AD, but he's physical. But no, no, I'm sorry. I don't see it. I'm just saying. I'm saying it's way more offense on the Miami Heat. It ain't gonna be just Jokic there. Anthony Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. gonna be right there. I just don't. I just. What they gonna do on defense? I don't. I don't see. Is he gonna hold Murray? Is he gonna hold KCP? Or is he gonna or is he gonna hold Michael Porter? I don't think I, he has I, a he probably gonna hold Michael Porter. If he's not on Murray, Murray gonna average 30. No. No. Murray gonna average 30. I don't I don't think so, bro. I just don't agree that it's that lopsided from the east to the west. They all play a different brand of basketball. And Miami got so many dogs on their team, bro. They're not just finna lay down. I say had Tyler Hero been playing, this this series definitely would have been a sweep. That's a woulda, coulda, shoulda, though. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. But how far is he back from, from coming back? I don't know. He's still on the roster? You had Hero to the mix, you put Hero on Murray. But I don't think the Heat are better than the Lakers team. I do. Not with LeBron. I do. Now, now they might have more heart than them. That's why I think they they're better. better coach. They have a better. They have a better coach for by, damn sure. I'll take closer. Yeah, over ninety-eight percent of the coaches in the NBA, and I think that that is where we start to see the separation and ability of the team. Mm. Because no disrespect to Darvin Ham. He's not Eric Spoelstra. He is not. No disrespect to him. And he's done an amazing job with the the team that he had. Because I didn't think they would make it past the Warriors. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. 
They probably shouldn't. But they won their playing game. They did what they had to, and they've been fighting. The Heat, they got this dog factor to them. They, do. they don't have to be better than you to beat you. Because they're not better than the Celtics. They weren't better than the Bucks. But they have that dog factor. They basically playing football out there. They turned this into heart. If you ain't got heart, you feel like you can take this L. They playing football in, in the NBA. They do it. And they got they, and they got the squad to do it. But that's what gives them the chance to win. But when I'm looking at matchups, the matchups are horribly lopsided towards Denver. Horribly. It's not even close. It's not even close. And then Denver is deep. So when they go to their bench, and it's their bench versus your bench, it's going to get even worse. I just don't understand. I don't, I don't agree. I don't think Miami bench is a slot. No, they don't have a bunch of uh, high-ranked draft picks. But all of them dudes, right. every last one of them dudes are dogs. have a lot of high-ranked draft picks. I'm just saying, all of them dudes are dogs, though. Every last one that bench. They finna come in the game and they get have, at it. They have that dog factor, but there's a point where physical limitations become a liability. And I think that that's what we would see in a matchup between the Heat and the Nuggets. I think that's why you Nuggets ain't seen Larry in the game that much. Yeah, because he he's a liability. Ass. Ass. Liability. They put him in the game on Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray going for 30. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> they rely on Kyle Lowry to guard Jamal Murray. He will average 30. I don't think that'd be a real thing. I would rather have Chris Paul guarding Jamal Murray, which he couldn't do, than have Kyle Lowry on the court. Oh, I, I Charles, Charles Barkley picked Boston, y'all. Charles Barkley picked pick, pick Boston. I mean, Y'all know Miami for the win this game. Miami is currently we'll down 61-41. I mean, 44. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't We've seen, yeah. we seen bigger comebacks. We've seen bigger. The, late, the Lakers were up that much. And At least got in the first half of game four. Got handed the room. Yeah. Got handed the broom. I was like, oh, okay, Lakers, good job. Y'all finna uh 20 to 20 to 3 run. Good job, Lakers. Good job. Y'all couldn't get a layup or something. something. Y'all just let them just keep, you know what? Y'all got it, man. Y'all got it. But can't nobody guard Jokic. Can't nobody guard Jokic. Two-time MVP, should have been three-time. About to be a finals MVP under his belt. First person to average a triple double. Y'all yeah, heard it here. Y'all, y'all heard it here first. If Denver plays Miami, Denver is not winning an NBA championship. Oh man! When Denver plays Miami, it's gonna be a good series, nonetheless. Nonetheless, it's gonna definitely be a good series. Um, Miami finna end this in this series today. They ended it today. 
Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it. And when they do beat the brakes off of them, coming well, I told you so. Cross my forehead. You can see my face. You see my face. <laughs> oh shit. All right, so I'm gonna acknowledge Twitter for one second. I have put the Mother Mary and Fam You helmet on as my background during the previews, just trying to test the new technologies. There is a young gentleman in Orlando who follows me on Twitter and follows the podcast. You can find on my Twitter. But his comment was, so this was your background for the show. You ain't no good. First of all, he better be glad I didn't know how to do the fucking background. Because, bitch, I have the president, the his, his provost, the damn deans of the university, all in FAMU gear. So, he better be glad. I'm just saying. But it was explained to me. It was explained to me that they are a Christian university with Christian values, but be throwing shade on Twitter all day long. Christian university. What did you just say? They're Christian. They're a private university, but Christian university. Oh, oh. I'm trying to gather myself. We're going to get Marlo Kansas, bro. To be there as a rapper who said that he passed up a $5 million scholarship to be a rapper at a school, a big school in Jacksonville. The only school in Jacksonville would have been is. Edward Waters College. First of all, his name ain't Herbie Hickok. So, no getting a scholarship of that magnitude is off the table. You ain't Wycliffe. You ain't Herbie. You ain't Puffy. You ain't. Like, what? What would would be the return on the investment? You got. I need to have you again. First of all, I need to. If the oh, Andy turned, he added. He added. That's what you call. See, boys and girls, this is a civics class, and what we call capping. That is all cap. First of all, there isn't a university in Jacksonville that could afford to pay that. A, there isn't a coach in Jacksonville that makes that money. Let alone they're gonna pay one damn person. He's in a band. He's not a football player. He's gonna be in a band. Let me get that way. Oh, you thought I'm talking about football? Did he say in the band? He said he turned down a five million dollar band what? scholarship. What's it? What's his name? What's What's this young rapper name? <laughs> what? I, I want to. You, 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 you embellishing this man's story. He probably said fifty. Thousand dollar scholarship. Nope. 
<laughs> no, definitely oh, added some zeros to that. Added oh, you, zeros. you added way too many zeros to this dude thing. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. You are wrong. You are wrong. Cause first of all, everybody in the world probably heard that term. Was like, what? What do you say? Did you just say Jacksonville, Florida? You can you can go probably buy it Woods for five million. How <laughs> they gonna get you in the band? I grew up a couple blocks down the street from Edwards University College, whatever they want to be right now. PWC has always been fond in my heart. I went to James Weldon Johnson, right school, right next to Jenkins Barbecue Rib Shake, but brother, it is in like you can take five million dollars and probably buy. A square mile, and that that includes school, that includes hardware stores, that includes other like really. They're gonna give you that in the band. Have first of all, I got a question for everybody in the world: Who knew EWC had a band? Who out nowhere? I wait. Have y'all heard? EWC with a band. So, I'm assuming he was not talking about EWC. I'm going to start there. Then you got North Florida. North Florida don't have a band. So, no. I I thought I had EWC on it. Yeah, that's not a real thing. That's fake news. Oh God. That's that's what you call fake news. I you know Paulette is the air me minister. I called Paulette to ask her and she almost cussed me out. Almost. Why she ain't cuss? She God would have forgave her. Cause that's some bullshit. <laughs> that right there. Oh. Well, ask me the question you asked, Paula, and I'm gonna I'm I'm respond. I she she should. Go ahead. So the AME Church got five million dollars to give the drummers. I mean, forgive me, God. I just know you didn't just sit your ass. I mean, whew, God is not doing me yet. I can't believe you would sit up here with this blasphemy. Oh man, man, please! I don't even play peaches. I ain't finna play no damn drummer. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm a I'm gonna skip the whole drama rant thing. Like I just I want this to finish playing out before we talk about that. But Kyrie, no, we can talk about it. Look, you, you Kyrie is gonna be a Laker. Bring all my guns to work. I just, oh, all right, so we didn't open that can of worms. John Morant had a wellness check because he decided to go on social media and 
Purple Heart people and tell him them how much they mean to him and end the the, the social media post with bye. <clears throat> oh. If you aren't serious, it further brings to the fact that you do not think about the consequences of your actions. As an NBA product, the NBA follows your social media posts with investigators and psychiatrists. Psychiatrists, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. And when you do something that throws up a red flag, them boys on their way. He was just having fun. They should have put him in the four hours down. He played different. That's the he played like young people. But I think it's more of a you know cultural misunderstanding. You didn't elaborate. Because for one, you don't know if the gun was loaded. Two, the gun's in his name. Three, is it illegal to hold a gun in your vehicle? No, no, TP, this is a separate one. This is a whole different post. They felt like he was posting last messages to his loved one. No, I'm just talking about the whole gun post, too. I'm with TPO now. About, yeah, I was talking about the gun, the gun thing, because that's what you know sparked the whole, you know, the further investigation into his whole life and all that. I'm talking about that. You know, why is it so frowned upon with him doing it? So I'm gonna play, play devil advocate, devil's advocate in this particular situation. It's not the gun by itself. It's not the beat or uh, threatening to beat up the mall worker by itself. It's not the fight with the 17 year old by itself. It's not the other flashing of the gun by itself. It's all the other things that we outside are just not finding out. We just not finding out that his mama is putting him in situations where she calls him up because she felt disrespected by a mall worker over some shoes. So he had the local Foot Locker champs Talk about, I'm going to meet you outside. Over what? So, the NBA, they're not unaware of escalating situations. Because it wasn't that long ago when Agent Zero and, I can't think of the kid's last name, he in prison forever now, was bringing guns 
to the Washington Bullets practice facility. Now they were the Wizards. They were the Wizards. Okay. Um, and now one of them has gone away because he. <clears throat> so the NBA is keenly aware of things that may raise red flags, and it's not like the NBA was like, "Oh, we're gonna come down hard on you." They slapped him on the wrist because he said he was going to get help. <clears throat> and it wasn't six weeks. Granted, not his fault because it was somebody else's life or whatever. But it's the totality of a thing that now the NBA is going, all right, we got to do something. And the fact that they have not come down hard on him, David Turnstile, they're trying a loving way to do but him posting messages like, you know, I've missed you know all my loved ones and purple hearts and all that crap. <clears throat> I wonder if he's calling out for help because the people who's supposed to be helping him, his mom, dad, his circle of trust, are failing him. Yeah, they clearly he needs a different circle. That that is clear. And you know, to my point, I don't think that what he has done constitutes losing half a season, a full season, or whatever. But he needs better friends. He needs a better circle badly. Or he will find himself outside of the NBA. Because like you said, situations do escalate. And I get it. They're trying to intervene before something, you know, devastating takes place. I get that. But it's just the 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 demonizing of his activities that I don't like. I, I think that what people have yet to realize is that the NBA is going to protect their brand before they protect the athletes. Exactly. And what he hasn't realized yet is that no matter how talented you are, because there have been some talent that has never made it this far in the NBA because of some of the choices they made. Like he has stayed away from the issues, but wait till you get there to make these to make these issues. This ain't his first or second season. Like you, you've been in the NBA. You know what time it is, and you know how they crack down and they come down on on athletes that get out of line. And this is absolutely what he's done. Like if you can't help yourself, if you can't help yourself with don't put yourself in that situation put your family in that situation don't like it's so much like you you can change generations by the wealth that you you got kids so you want your kids to come up seeing you on live streams holding guns he needs better friends. Like, that's just on the other side of 
the the spectrum for me. Like it is way beyond. Like these kids out here look up to you, and they're gonna see. Oh, it's okay. They'll be out here holding guns and being on live showing off a gun. And and he he really ain't about that life. Like yeah, you got a gun to protect yourself, but what work you done put in to for you to be out here feeling you got a tote like that? You a multi-millionaire. Get security. I don't, I don't understand shows, none of this. It just shows the level of immaturity. Absolutely. Because, you know, I come from, you know, walk light, carry big stick. Now it's, I'm going to show my big stick and make me use it, basically. But the way I was raised was you ain't got to tell everybody you got it. <laughs> but they're going to find out the hard way. That's how I was raised. I'm just praying and hoping that some help intervenes. And <clears throat> I don't want to stay on it too long because I don't want to pile on it. Because like I said... Um, no, it ain't no. It's something that has to be talked about because if we let them set the dynamic, it's always going to be he's a bad kid. He he ain't did this or he a thug, and it, we're not painting him as that in, in that light. He just made a bad decision. Yeah, and, and look, as somebody who got wrapped up in a situation where. I wasn't the main perpetrator. You are guilty by association. Absolutely. So the people that you surround yourself with are putting your career at risk. Separate yourself, get the help you need, and focus on your career, and you will be successful. You have all the talent in the world. You just need to change your surroundings. Just because you grew up with them doesn't mean that they need to always be around because there's this thing when we say you outgrow people and you know the people if you if you surround yourself with people that have been isolated within a box they will never grow outside of that box if you put a snake in the cage the snake will only grow as big as that cage allows them to so the same if you if you surround yourself with people that are in this box you in that box with them, and you can't grow as a person. You know, somebody once told me, if they tell you it's not about the money, it's about the money. Dude told me on Twitter, you're just doing this for clicks and likes. I was like, not really. And I realized, I was like, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. I want people to see it. Sam's three hours the days of our lives. TP, this motherfucking Kyrie has said that he don't want people to talk about him. Don't worry about what team he going to he hasn't even started free agency yet 
it doesn't matter where he's going. Y'all don't need to be talking about him. This entitled little prick. Millions of dollars you get that are sponsored by season ticket holders, fans who watch the games. You cannot get the millions and not deal with the downside you don't like. We're not talking about your kids. We're not saying your kids ain't good enough. For n- None of that. We're not saying nothing about your wife. We're talking about you. It's this, this, this generation, man, full of, full of people that feel, even though they're rich and famous, that they're entitled to privacy. There's a certain level of privacy that you should be entitled to, absolutely. But when you talk about contracts and you you being somebody's favorite player, they're gonna want to know where you're going. They're they they are invested. You are who you are because the fans made you. Because if anybody care who you was, when nobody asks. You should be happy that people are asking because when people ask, that means they care. It matters. I don't like it. I don't like it. First of all, you tell me what NBA superstar don't want fans concerned about there were like that's how you get sponsors. That's how you build your brand. Like outside of the NBA, when the NBA is over, hopefully you did good with your money. But you your name is what your brand is what sustain you. Like I don't, I don't get it. Um I just uh I don't want to. No, I'm gonna pile on. He he don't got no brand. He ain't got no shoes. He he want to run around here holler about the earth is flat. And so I'm supposed to think the people that come from Duke smart. When JJ Reddick and Kyrie Irving is in the world, I don't believe it. They too smart. <laughs> too woke. <laughs> Too woke. They told him Merry Christmas. Oh, I don't I don't celebrate that, but you know, y'all can have a good holiday. Like, bro, just say thank you and shut up. <laughs> just say thank you and shut up. Y'all better be glad I'm not a reporter. It's not gonna be fun. I'm gonna ask tough questions. And you ain't going to be able to move to another reporter because I'm going to let everybody know if you don't answer it back to me. So you 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 would be one of them reporters that want to call people by their first name, like <laughs> Steph Curry. <laughs> hey, what <else? laughs> <sighs> <sighs> The The nerve of this reporter to ask me actual questions. About things that matter, the nerve. Oh man. Um, 
you know, every week this time we, we, we talk about things that have hit us differently or just, you know, made us want to speak out on something. And before I start, I want to apologize very, very, very briefly to that school in Daytona. I have been rather rough with you, but I'm sure you'd rather me be rough with you than Marlo. Welcome. My Don't point. apologize. Don't apologize. You said what you said. Say it with your chest. You said what you said. I did. I, I really did. I said it. <laughs> that being said, um, this week there was a segment on first tape in which JJ Reddick was telling Stephen A. Smith that he didn't understand the lives of athletes because. You know, he didn't go to, he didn't play big time sports at that little school that he went to. And I'm paraphrasing here. And he named the wrong school the first time. Then the second time, he got it halfway right. So this is a history lesson for the children out there in the world that think J.J. Reddick knows shit about basketball. He don't. History lesson. Winston-Salem State had a basketball coach by the name of Big House Gaines. He wasn't just good. He was prolific. Coming to see what he was doing to produce NBA players and CIAA tournaments. Stephen A. played with said coach, learned from said coach, got injured, and began focusing on a journalism career while still playing for coach games. Did not play for a transformational coach. He just played for a white coach that was able to get good players. And that's it. Big house games African American. That's African American. He went to Duke. I doubt very seriously it was mandatory for him to know sports history. Because if he had known his sports history like he's supposed to, and see white people. Let me tell y'all a little secret. When we coach kids in Little League and we give them fundamental techniques, we then give them the history behind the fundamental techniques, behind the fundamental techniques. <clears throat> I don't think J.J. ever got that. I think since J.J. was able to shoot a basketball, he thought he was great. Because when you play around with a bunch of white kids and you don't actually have to handle the ball. And the only thing you have to do is what we used to call the designated white guy thing. Catch and shoot. You did that. 
You did that better than anybody in the ACC at the time. But when you got to the pros, you was a bum. I seen you in pick and roll. But you can catch and shoot. JJ, you should never fix your mouth to talk about Stephen A. Smith. Anybody that played in the 50s and 60s. And the last time I checked, Bob Cousy is looking to run up on you. So, it would be my advice to stick to your little podcast and stop running at Stephen A. Because last time I checked, his check at ESPN is bigger than yours. And that's for a reason. TP Marlo, y'all got it. I'm going to keep it short. But generational curse has been lifted. I became the first person in my lineage to graduate college this past weekend. Whoop, whoop. Let's go. Now, my mother, father, grandfather, great-grandfather, nobody in my lineage has ever finished a high learning education. It doesn't stop there. I got three boys to raise. Mm-hmm. So understanding that it start with me pushes me to want to do things in a way that is going to set them up later. That curse has been lifted. It's no longer something that they're going to have to be worried about being told, you can't do this, you can't do that, because I did it. If I can do it while raising y'all, y'all can do it <laughs> coming out of high school. You ain't got to wait as long as I did. You know, we live in a world where a stereotype threat is real. And when you are told something so much, it becomes your reality. It becomes your, your, your expectations. What I've done is alter that expectation. Because now I'm expecting them to do more. So when your expectations become reality, the behavior follows, your attitude follows, you know? And we look at the world as just this one singular thing, but it's so many things that go on. There's so many different cultures. And here in America, African-Americans have been told for so long that they can't do this, you can't do that. The only way to make it out the hood is to be an athlete or a rapper. And even if you're a rapper, you're probably still in the hood. There's other ways. You just got to have the mindset and the push to go do it. So I wasn't pushed early on because it wasn't a reality. That wasn't the goal growing up. The goal was just get a job, be able to take care of your family if you have one. But there's more to life than just working your, working your fingers to the bone every day. Learn something while you're in there. 
But that's my time. Big fact. I appreciate y'all. Uh, my, <laughs> mine is going to also be short and sweet. We are coming up on a holiday that is big in my family because I have so many service men and women in my family. So we really celebrate it. So I want to take this time and opportunity to thank those who have given their blood, sweat, and tears for this country that I love. I don't care what these extremists try to paint it, but this is the best country I know. And I want to thank them for their defense of it, not just, you know, a light thing, but they they really believe in America because it takes somebody to believe in something to go out and put your life on the line for it. Now, you can talk a good game about other stuff, but when you're willing to go out there and duck bullets and, and enter, run towards bullets, it's a, it's a totally different story. So I want to thank the men and women of the United States Armed Forces um, that are home and abroad for their service, past and present and future. My God, babies, they, they are they're in the Air Force now. I have cousins in the Army, Navy, Marines. Like, we cover the branches. I even, my, my uncle used to be a Black Hawk pilot for the Navy. So, the military runs deep with us. And I and I commend them for their service. I didn't go that route, but I appreciate everything they do. And that's that's what I gotta say about that. Gentlemen, it is it has been an excellent week again. Um I wanna thank y'all for helping me move into the new technology because our rollout was much better than Ron DeSantis. Super clown. But that being said, for everybody that came by and watched the gathering old men, thank you once again. Yeah, this is a TV.